This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the... G'day. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast. The Ashes. Okay, and welcome back to episode two of the Cow Corner podcast, The Ashes. I'm James Hill, and tonight I am joined by Will Parson and Ian Slater. And it didn't all go to plan, guys. I mean, where do we start? Let's start at the very beginning and team selection. So the main news coming out of the England side is no Broad, no Anderson. What are our thoughts of that? In hindsight, did it really matter? Yes. I think, oh, yes, we were surprised. You might less surprised if they only picked one. I think if they only went with one of them, you'd probably go fair enough. But I think Broad's getting very unlucky. He's just getting pushed to the side a little bit, isn't he? In the last three, four yeah. test series, he's missing one or two tests for no real reason, I don't think. It didn't Great. make much sense if you, when you're going to have a little bit in the pitch as well to go yeah. with an inexperienced bowling attack. I don't know. It's I think Jimmy, leaving Jimmy out, was probably the right decision because you know Brisbane isn't a good a good ground for him, and mm. he'll be stronger at Adelaide. But Brody lives for the Ashes. Brody is just you know, and Warner, yeah, is, is his bunny. So you know, to not have him in the side to lead that bowling attack, as you said, quite an inexperienced bowling attack, um, just didn't make sense. And then to not bowl when you win the toss on a green top. I know, you know, people always say, yeah, you know, you, you bat every time you win the toss, you bat in test cricket. The occasional time you might think about it and then still bat. But 
that was our chance, I think, to, to yeah. you know, with our seamers to get, because Robinson has been brilliant. And to be fair, I think the seam attack actually bowled really well. Mm. They, did, they did well to restrict the Australians to what they did. Unfortunately, Leach, who we all talked about beforehand, um, you know, got some tap, didn't he? And he's probably been, yeah. you know, potentially hit out of the series because uh, his confidence will be shot to bits. But, you know, it, the right decision would have been play Broad instead of Leach for me. But I mean, I know we talked about it, um, but there we are. It's, you know, it's history now, isn't it? But uh, yeah, they got it wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you probably look at the rest of the day's test match, you know, from two to five, it was probably pretty even. It deteriorated a little bit, but not too much. And there was a bit in it for both sides. It was a pretty good test pitch, you know, good cricket pitch from then on. It would have been, it was an even contest, I would have thought, almost. You know, for the for the second third day, it was seen pretty even contest. Um, first day was the best for bowling. Last day didn't play so well. Yeah, before I mean, before the toss, you know, I think the main thing was Anderson not playing for a lot of people. I think even though he's not got the best record at the Gabba, I think like you've mentioned, Slats, it was green as anything, and you know it was humid, and you thought that the ball may do a bit, and if it, if Anderson was to have a time, you know, this may have been it. From my perspective, I don't see why you don't play. If they're your two best bowlers and your most experienced, why they don't play now and why you don't rest them, you know, start off start off well, get off to a good start and then go from there, I would think. Even and and rest them at somewhere else rather than maybe the rather than the first test because I always think you've got to start on you try and start on your front foot and even with the toss, I know we look back at Captain Hindsight, you know, <laughs> on the socials beforehand, we asked everyone and it was a 50-50 split as to what people would have done with the toss. I think you look back and it's, you know, on TV, they were talking about it's a brave decision to win the toss and bat because of the conditions. But I think also given Ash's history, NASA Hussein and all, <laughs> yeah, you know, it takes just as brave an England captain possibly to win the toss and have a bowl. Um, and I think... The reasoning behind it, yeah, I think you win the toss and England put up a decent score, then, yeah, then we look back and go, yeah, that's the right decision. But exposing possibly the weakest England batting lineup there's been for a while to on a strong Australian bowling lineup uh, on a home Ashes series on a green top. On the best bowling pitch you're yeah. going to have in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Yeah, I think... It's one of those. Do we do we look back and say, you know, it's... Would it have been a braver decision to bowl first than to bat first? Not with our type of bowlers. I think it would think, have been... Yeah, I think it would have been the right decision to go, do you know what? We're going to go with a five-prong seam attack and we're going to bowl and see what happens. We don't, we don't normally win here. Let's give it a whirl. It's a green top. Let's go at it. Broad in for Leach and bowl mm. and back your bowlers to do something because it's, it's difficult people say who do you leave out well you can't leave I don't think you can leave Wokes out unfortunately because who bats number eight mm. it's you know unfortunately it's got to be Leach it's not like we're saying in hindsight either is it because we all said it you know we were talking to each other um, for anyone listening we were all saying that we bowl we are all saying what team we'd pick and I don't think any of us picked Leach I don't think anyone said we'd bat <laughs> so, so that's generally what we thought, but yeah. we weren't there. And anyone I spoke to said the same thing. So either Joe Root was looking at the pitch next to it, or he needs to sack his backroom staff. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? I think. 
you, yes, you, you know, said hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's 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 twenty twenty vision, isn't it? But you know, it's it's fifty fifty. But then you know how everything panned out. You know, there were we were there talking about even Jack was here on the last podcast talking about how they were thought it was going to rain every day. Now, if it's going to rain every day, then you bat first, and it maybe doesn't make as big a difference as to the weather they ended up having in Brisbane, where it rained on the first day, and I don't really think they had too much rain thereafter, which meant that. Obviously, it got a lot better to play on. But, yeah, so... Win sorry, the toss. sorry, Jack who? <laughs> Jack Doyle. Um, yeah, unfortunately not here tonight, but that's, well, <laughs> that's all right because it's, well, it's half six in the morning in Australia, so totally understandable. Um, he was actually there, and it was quite painful reading the messages in the in the WhatsApp group uh, just a few seconds before the actual events happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Long, um, yeah most of them started with a long flight home. <laughs> yeah. But Mystic Jack. Yeah. <laughs> long flight home, Rooty. And then Root just blocks one nicely. And then I'm like, well, what's that about then? Two seconds later, he gets uh, nicked off. But yeah. Um, so England, England win the toss, put themselves into bat. Then the worst possible start ever. I mean, who'd have had money on it? Hey, uh, Burns, first ball of a test series, the second time in in an Ashes series, fourth in Ashes history altogether that it's happened with the first ball of a test. And wow, Stark, a man under pressure before the series from Shane Warne and a lot of the media in Australia instantly picked up <laughs> what is what will be up there, probably remembered with Harmison's first ball of the series. Rory Burns, on the other hand, is going to be remembered forever for that. It's, I mean, it's, it's the exact ball you'd want up first up, wouldn't you, Will? Leg stamp out folly, I thought so. As a left-hander. If you can stand still, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're not falling all over the place to off stump and leaving your stumps, stumps uncovered, look, I think it was a plan and he executed it and it happened. You know, it's one of those things that just happens. You could tell with Burns, even in the second innings, that LBW appeal where he was given out mm. and the ball was going over the top of middle and not middle and leg rather. And his first reaction was, Oh, it's going down leg, isn't it? To his, to his batting partner. I don't think he knows. Where he, he is, yeah, yeah. He, he moves so much. I just don't think he knows where he is, and that's that's a worry that that, that you know the Aussie bowlers will exploit. And you know, say what you say about Stark, and yes, he was under pressure, but he was fired up and he was rapid. He, he was, was quick, quick, yeah. quick, quick, quickest of the bowlers, other than Wood, yeah, of the, of the Aussie bowlers. Mm. So and lifted the crowd, the atmosphere after that first ball. You're watching it on TV, and you could feel it, couldn't you? Set the tone. <laughs> Set the tone, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, do you think that the test was lost in that ball? And I know it sounds stupid, but that early on, you know, no, I don't think the way so. that England came yeah. out and batted afterwards, the mentality of an England side losing a wicket first up early behind the eight ball. But cricket's about momentum, isn't it? You know, you can get momentum and you can wrestle it away from the opposition. That first ball gave the Aussie attack momentum, put England on the back foot, and yeah, put us under, under the cosh. And, you know, you could say, all right, Milan wafting well outside off stump, should have left it alone. And But, you know, mindsets change, don't they, in cricket? We all know that. We've all been in games where, you know, yeah, we should we should, we should should win this comfortably. But, you know, you lose a couple of wickets and it sends a ripple to the dressing room. I don't know. These are professional cricketers. It shouldn't happen. But No. Like, Never changed my mindset, three. 
I've been in second ball of a game or innings about four or five times. But um, I just, I still swung at my first ball. <laughs> no, matter where, no matter where it was, didn't matter to me. <laughs> See, uh, in, we're not for one. And then Milan comes in. I thought Milan looked all right. And then he looked, you know, confident, assured his technique looked there. And then, yeah, just wafted, wafted at once, snaked off. But I think... The, the notes I've put down here is magnified because of the situation. I think, mm. I think yeah. Milan, even though he was out for six, I think because Burns had got out cheaply, you know, it puts pressure, it puts put pressure, pressure on everybody pressure else. On yeah. And something which would have been seen as it looks, even though it was six and he faced a handful of balls, looked tidy, but then just obviously just oh. snicks one off, which happens to anyone. Yeah. You know, but Root, Root, yeah. Root comes in as captain, doesn't he? And, you know, I've got to, I've got to shore things up here. I can't play my normal, you know, I'm the captain. I've got to play. I can't play my normal game a little bit. And then, you know, he gets a good ball and nicks off. It's, I, I don't know. Sorry, Will, you were going to say, sorry, mate. No, no, no. I think, um, like, uh, like we said, Milan didn't have to play at that, did he? And it's not the fact that it was wide. It's just, it was back of a length, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Quite far back of a length. It was going through it, you know, chest high almost. Um, he didn't. He could have just left, easily left it on length, worn it, or done something. You know, in those sort of situations, he um, he looks like the kind of guy you would whack you through point all day for four, but eventually he's going to hit one to a man between gully and backward point. Probably mm. put two gullies and two backward points to him, and he wouldn't get many runs. Mm. You know, he seems like he's quite sort of flamboyant through there, isn't he? Um, I felt like that, even though he scored runs in the second dig. I thought he sort of seemed a bit like that, and root. Um, I don't know. I, I think maybe when you get into those situations, you get a bit of rush of blood. If you watch Root's shot and then you watch how he played in the second innings, how he's played all summer, he was well out in front of that ball. Mm. Um, back came slightly across his body, sort of like pushing at it at a ball that he wouldn't normally play that to. He'd normally dead bat it. He'd normally play it in a way that he got out in the second innings. Um, and it would have gone through gully. It would have gone to backward point, one run, four and whatever it was but it would he would have played it like that they actually pushed at it and pushed across which is the reason he nicked it um everyone said it was quite a good ball i'd probably say he wasn't playing his normal game there maybe you know a little bit of pressure wanting to impose himself maybe i don't know just something a little bit even though it's not very noticeable it's a bit out of character from the way he's been playing all year i thought Tell you what, though, Hazel would bowl well, didn't he? He bowls, yeah. he bowls a really tight. He'll be a big miss for the second test for the Aussies, I think, with his side yeah. injury. Is he actually? Is he definitely injured? Is he? He's out. Yeah, he's, he's out. definitely he out. out. Yeah, they'll, they'll pick. They'll pick Richardson then, won't they? The guy. Mm, probably, yeah, I would have thought he's quite good. <laughs> but a massive. He's going to be a massive miss. He was fantastic. I thought he was the pick of the bowlers. He got root out for the eighth time, which is more than any other Test cricketer. Um, the yeah. most from a test bowler to root to get him out. So then Stokes comes in, and you're thinking, well, maybe you know Hamid at the other end. Can we say at this at this moment in time, he's just cra- carrying on his business and just ticking along. Looked nicely. quite solid, didn't he? Yeah, looked solid, looked all right, and you know didn't look as though first Ashes series for him, and 
Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Does does he? Does he though? I mean, I he's a blocker. Is he? He's not going to set the yeah. world alight. He's just no. going to this. Absolutely. But you know, just it. never look. I never looks comfortable though. I don't know where. He, mm. And it's maybe it's just mindset. You know, when I'm looking at him and everything else. But I think you know, sack off that oversized sleeve jumper that you wear. It looks look like it looks like your mum's knitted. And do you know what? It's, it's two sizes too big for you. It's not too look- big. It's an over the shoulder. <laughs> it's, an, it's a nice little over the shoulder number. <laughs> But he's got his chest guard poking out at an angle that looks odd. And, uh, you know, he should have lent that to David Warner, shouldn't he? Uh, I thought he was wearing it in the first place. It's 35 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. But, he, you know, he got hit. Uh, I mean, this was second innings, but he got hit. One of one that popped on him, hit him on, hit him on the forearm. And then he still got forward next ball and pushed it through for three, you know, out, out mm. to the point boundary. And you think, he's got grit, that boy. He's got mm. grit and he's got determination. And, and, and you can't knock him for that. And he'll stick around. But he didn't do a great deal wrong, in the, mm. you know. Everyone said he probably could have left his. It was in the corridor, isn't it? Like he, he didn't push at it. He yeah. nicked off. You know, he could. You know, it wasn't flamboyant. It wasn't anything like that. Same in the second innings. But in, I think the second innings, he's got out like that a few times now. I think. I like think he left the. Yeah, I think he left the ball well. I thought he mm. picked the right balls to score from in the well up until lunch. Anyway, I thought he was doing well and. Yeah, just I thought he was quite unlucky, you know. The length that he got bowled made he had to play, and he could have probably could have left it well outside. But it's one of those, isn't it? You you're in a position where you've got some, you've got yourself a start. There's other people falling around you. Maybe you feel like you need to push on a little bit more. But yeah, Stokes came out and walked down the wicket for the first ball. <laughs> I thought, all right, here we go. <laughs> I, I said, didn't I? And when I watched that net thing, he was just walking at everybody. <laughs> He was rusty. Mm. Yeah, he he, uh, he looked okay, didn't he? But um, you can tell he's not quite there. But the only way he's going to get there is by playing. Mm. So it's not you know if you you either pick him and don't pick him, and then two tests down the line, just bring him in under pre- even under even more pressure with no game practice. Yeah. So I think you've got to if you if he's going to make a difference down the line, he's got to get some game time in the middle, isn't he? You can tell all that in the second dig as well. The way he got out, it's just not just just lack of game practice out in the middle. You can train as much as you want, can't you? But everyone else have been playing in the champo or in the you know and playing some form of cricket, whether it's white ball or anything. Just people mm. have been playing. You can tell with the way Butler played. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know he, he he looks so confident and he look he playing his shots. You know that's the form he's taken from the World Cup. You know he doesn't normally come out and play those sort of shots straight away, does he? he takes quite a while in Test cricket. But um, that's just form, isn't it? Stokes have been playing this whole time. I'm sure he would have been in more form than he is now. Yeah. Yeah. Then he he falls and you're kind of, you know, even the most positive England fan, you're kind of a bit like, you know, it's it's starting to quite quickly unraveling 29 for four. But then Pope comes in and joins the Mead and England finish at lunch 59 for four. And picking up where we were saying about Hazelwood, Hazelwood at lunch was seven overs, four maidens, two wickets for three runs, an econ of 0.43. Exceptional. Um, and so I thought, I thought <laughs> <laughs> Pope's come in, looks tidy, looking to rotate the strike as well, starting to show how we can play. And I still think Pope's a bit frantic. Mm. Looks uh, a lot going on. It looks needs to just almost looks like it needs to calm down a little bit. You know, shot a ball. Whether it's trying to push it for one, it's like he's, it's like he's playing a test match like the middle overs mm. of a fifty-over game. Yeah. You know, um, trying to be positive. 
but just needs to just calm down a little bit. You could tell in the second innings, he's like trying to do something. Mm. It doesn't need to like very quick movements, like he's late or I don't know. It just seems like um just just a little bit much. Mm. Fabulous catch though by Hazelwood. Mm. Yeah, in that first innings. I mean, big big fast bowler running in, diving for, forward. Take it takes two. Yeah, it got yeah. works. Yeah, that. but you know, again, the shot that Pope didn't need to play. Yeah, Air, aerial, like as you said, exactly as you said, Will, like a like a you know middle overs of a a one day match where yeah you're going to hit it in the air and try and hit it for six or whatever, and he just it got big on him, but he hit it, and you just think mm. unnecessary. You know, he, he yeah. was going well, didn't need to do it mm. in Test cricket, and that's the difference, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, Pope though becoming the seventh English batter to reach a thousand runs before the age of twenty four. Can we name the other six? Cook. Yeah. Root. Yeah. Bairstow. Stokes. No. No. Botham. Botham, yeah. Gower. Gower, yeah. Another Sky Sports pundit. Boycott. Nope. Atherton. Atherton. And the other one, Old Yorkshire. Opening bat. Old Yorkshire. I just said boycott. (laughs) (laughs) Old. Older than that. Older than that. Older than that. Oh, God. Um, I think. Is it Jack? Is no, it a Jack? No. It's not Jack. no, no, no. H is his surname. Begins with. Is it really obvious? Um, when I when I name who it is, you'll <laughs> kick yourself. Um, go on then. Len Hutton. Hutton. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ! Of course, yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, obvious now when you say it. I, <laughs> I told you, one of them. You're going to kick yourself. But yeah, yeah. Like we said, we had. We had that little moment where it started to, you know, England started to play better. Butler, Pope, bit of a partnership. Wokes then came in and scored some runs as well. Even though he's the, the worrying thing for me there was is that we showed that once you got yourselves in, it wasn't particularly troubling. And that was what started to worry me a little bit. And yeah, we finished on 147 all out. England needing snookers to get everything out. <laughs> <laughs> Tenuous. It's probably a shame that it rained. Yeah. Because yeah. if we could have had a an hour at the end of the day. Mm. With you broad. Know, yeah. yeah. Um, it, but it, might, it might, have been, might have been slightly different. And then at the morning the next day, it could have, you know, it could have been the difference of 100 runs, couldn't it? And that's... You know, massive in any test, isn't it? But yeah, it's uh, you always knew that they're probably going to get more. It was going to get easier, um, and it did. I don't. We didn't bowl badly though, did we? I think we. Um, yeah, I think. I don't think. I don't think they bowled very badly. But I uh, did. I say in the in the last podcast that our catching was going to be a big difference. Didn't yeah. I say that? Our, yeah. yeah, our yeah. fielding. I thought the fielding. I mean, this is coming from me was less than impressive. There was misfields, there was all sorts, you know, everyone. Unfortunately, the two the two opening batsmen, again, not really delivering with the bat or in the field, I felt, I, you know. Burns <laughs> struggled of late as well, and Hamid's borrowed his granddad's arm to come to Australia. <laughs> yeah, and, and as much tape as he can find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, am I allowed to say what I said, what I said on the message I put on the group, which was, Burns couldn't catch COVID. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, <laughs> it was just that that having having got out first ball and then to miss that catch when it hit him on the wrist. He just got his hand. In the, if you if if you're a, a slip field 
there and you say where do you want where do you want the first you know first catch to come to you do you know what just outside the line of the hips fantastic lovely thank yeah. you very much and he just shelled it um so yeah very unimpressed uh, yeah if i'm when i'm at when i'm at second slip we're exactly where i want the first slip catch of the day is to go to first slip it's exactly where i want it to go yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i i'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm usually stood at mid on or mid off going yeah you catch it boys yeah Good luck. <laughs> They're never easy, are they? But if yeah. if you can say the easiest slip catch you can have is that one, isn't it? And Unless again, it's in front of your eyes, that's probably slightly easier. But yeah, yeah. But these these professional cricketers, this is what they do. They train and train and train and train at this, and then train yeah. some more. You know, it's it's a shame because yeah, it cost us our fielding, cost us again. And Warner got away. And I think I said in the last podcast, you know, we need to get Warner early because he's dangerous if he gets going. And okay, yeah. we we go eventually, but what do you get? Eighty odd. Yeah, 94. 94, there you go. So um many lives, many lives. And one well, one of the things is how the hell do you go that far into a game without realizing that you the technology isn't working to do to work out the no balls? And if not, why aren't the umpires then calling them? And then how do you then have the technology available to then pick Stokes up on the no ball? That's I think they were, yeah. part of this was because they didn't have, they didn't have Snicko either, did they? They just had Hotspot. No. Yeah, and I think which is a, was, which they do a lot in Australia. They're funny what, about Snicko. But I think what it was was to do with the state um, lockdowns and getting the technology across to from one state to another. From what I've been told, yeah. and that's why they that's why they didn't have it. They didn't have the no ball, which is just ridiculous. You just have you know a camera on. Mm. <laughs> on the line, don't you? Because some of those were, you know, spot fixing no balls, weren't they? I mean, yeah. Do they, do they uh, struggle getting the uh, the distribution of the uh, footage across from border to border as well? <laughs> yeah, oh, Who knows? God. Who knows? Well, but it was, yeah. it was shocking. Yeah. yeah. Well, t- to be honest, the coverage I thought I, I actually really qu- I quite like the graphics. I like the camera work, and I thought the spider cams and the 4K cameras, you know, kind of like the NFL kind of camera thing that they do when it's close up and it's like super, super HD. I really like that kind of thing, and I quite like the Australian coverage. I quite like it when it's the big bash as well, and they're talking to the players. And yeah, I, I really like the in- innovative way that they present cricket because I think it's so much makes it so much more interesting and more of a, a spectacle when it works. Uh, the commentary, uh, I think, leaves a little bit more <laughs> to be desired. Uh, what were your thoughts on that, guys? We're definitely, I think, English commentators are definitely a little bit more modest. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, the uh, the Aussies yeah. like to brag, don't they? Poor, poor Isha was, bless her, was, was trying to keep keep sense out of him, and uh, and it was quite interesting. But um, I was quite surprised, though, and I think I, I, I mentioned it to. to to doily which was how many empty seats there were was that a restrictions thing but there seems to be blocks of empty seats and then blocks of loads of full seats you'd think they'd space them be. out weird yeah. i don't know must be unless there's something wrong with the ground i don't know you, you, you can't think there'd be any shortage of uptake for the tickets for the first ashes test surely wouldn't have thought so it's one of those i think many most ashes tests you don't really seem to see many full grounds in down in australia do you except the boxing day test really is there i think I don't know. It was good to see some of the Barmy Army down there. Mm. Yeah, and that, no, and that one and that one guy that had actually travelled. Travelled. Yeah. The one person that had travelled, done his quarantine to be able to go to the first test. Oh, that was great. <laughs> yes, one bloke, one Englishman, and <laughs> Rooty met met him and shook his hand. Did he? Yeah. And then Root immediately had to go into a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> 
crazy. But yeah, it was just uh, it was frustrating because we flattered to deceive. We looked like you know we're back in this. Yeah, it did you know? And then, um, but I said and, it nice. Like we were saying, oh, this could be a good day, good day. And then I was like, just relax. This will all be over today. But I didn't think it'd be all over in the first session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 70, it's, 77 for eight yeah jeez yeah. it was a bit <laughs> soft some of the stuff was a bit soft and i think if you look at it we were all talking about seamers and, and everyone's saying why did england pick jack leach on a spinner's graveyard but we gave some, some line four wickets so obviously mm-hmm. you know i don't think he particularly did anything he wasn't spitting it wasn't ragging sideways you know it was just a little bit soft wasn't it yeah, yeah the thing is, though, you still look at Nathan Lyon picked up four wicket haul in the second innings, you know, and didn't go for too many runs. And I know they're different ends of the scale. Nathan Lyon probably one of the best well, spinners four, about four hundred wickets now. So you know, you know, yeah. it's but you just you kind of want someone to do a bit more, don't you? And I, you know, it's still like it's it's one of those. You look at it, you look at the, you look at the Australian first innings. You've got Warner ninety four, Rhodes luck, but again, like we said. Board, if he plays, does he get him? Does that does board not play and change his mentality? You know, and we, we've all been there. You you get dropped or you get the first bit of luck, and you know it's your day. You know, and you you keep riding it. You're a bit more positive, and the luck just keeps coming. You know, then that was Shane. You know, you get him out for seventy four. That was good. That was Leach. But then you know, and then you get Smith out for twelve, and you're like, oh, fantastic. But then Travis Head comes in and just. Unbelievable! But, I thought he was—he looked fantastic. He looked, yeah, a, million, pretty, he looked a million dollars in this. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. You know, Har- like, yeah. No, Karen. I was just saying, Harris are getting our top three, <laughs> <laughs> but but Travis Head under pressure, Kawaja waiting in the wings, mm. and and he delivered, and he delivered brilliantly, and he counter attacked, and he. Yeah, I, th- I thought, do you know what? He 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 played really, really well. He played with the Aussie tail really well. Mm. I think he marshaled them well. And yeah, he did a great job. Great job. And and, and, and rightly man of the match because he yeah. was a massive difference. Yeah, I think if you look at as take everything that we've said out of the equation, like the task, team selection, you know, dropping catches, all of that. If he doesn't do what he does, the game is still pretty even. Mm. You know, we, we if he, we get him out cheaply, you're probably looking at them only getting a fifty lead. Mm. You know, and, and then and what do we what do we finish up on the second dig? Nearly three hundred? Yeah, Different but, game then, isn't it? Yeah, and you look at it and it's it goes back to what we were saying before in the preview in the first episode. England coming into a test series again undercooked. And it's it's the same old story for anyone who watches England all the time. England <laughs> turn up to the first test and just collapse with the bat and kind of do it with the ball. And we kind of always throw away the first test. Or if we do well, we somehow manage like a draw or, you know, <laughs> or somehow scrape through. And then we're kind of behind the eight ball again. And it, it started again, you know, and we've given them this head start then no matter how well we do in the second innings, you know, Hamid and Burns look better. They got some sort of a start, which is better than nothing. And then because of that, you know, Milan and Root come in and they've got kind of something at least to build on. And, you know, green shoots start to appear for the rest of the series where you're starting to think, actually, you know what? Because I don't think any of us, we'd all say Root's four, Stokes is five. I think we'd all have Pope, Butler, six and seven. I think I don't think there's much that we'd change there. So 
you know, seeing Milan perform well at three, I think has definitely got to be cause for optimism. It's just going to be a case of whether one and two can pull it off, do we think? Yeah, I think I think the critical bit, though, was that on, on day four, Milan and Root need to bat through till lunch. Mm. If, they, if they'd have batted through till lunch, we lost those two wickets quite cheaply, and then we lost wickets straight after that, and all of a sudden, we're five down. Mm. They even, even just if they got past that difficult period, because... Yeah. Once you get past that, those two score quick enough, 60, 70 strike rate for to bring them to, even if they only batted for an hour longer than they did, that would have been better mm. than, than because it would have tied them just a little bit. They would have scored, you know, at a reasonable rate and the guys coming in wouldn't have been there for, you know, those early on with the new ball as they were. Glad you mentioned that, Will. Strike rate was really, really interesting because actually the Australians scored their 425 runs in only nine overs more than we took to score two nine seven. That's massive. That you know, hundred and thirty mm. runs. I think. I think when you when you say that though, but how much of that is Travis Head just absolutely smashing the balls to all ends of the field? But also, again, players getting in. Once players are getting in, no doubt. Once Butler and or someone got in, I'm sure they'd do yeah, but something. Sure. But I'm they, sure there's a stat for your first ten runs, and then your next ten, and then you can see how people progress. But Travis Head was the. Uh, anomaly in the test because he got he was a runner ball for his first 50 which I think possibly you know Root and you know Milan weren't far off probably 60-70 but then his second 50 to get to 100 was 35 balls The Aussies have always tried to score at like four and over in yeah. test cricket and it was only 100 and, 110 over something like that they got in, in their uh, in their innings so that they're there and thereabouts aren't they four, you know, four, four runs and over Mm. makes a huge difference because we just don't score that quickly. Yeah. I mean, going back to the first innings as well, another big thing is England just not being able to get through the tail. You know, coming Stark, Lyon, 12, 35, 15, you know, you're getting 62-odd runs there. And, you know, Hazelwood even not out. Players who are just sticking with... You know, you can stick in with the batsmen so and heads that he can just carry on going. And, you know, whereas our tail, on the other hand, yeah, Woke's got 21. But, you know, Robinson, Wood, Leach, we've got 10 runs between them, you know. and they, But, but they, the Aussie tail were being marshaled by head as well. Mm. And he gives them that, you know, when you're batting with a set batsman and a top order batsman, gives you that bit more confidence, you know, and if he's encouraging you as well. And the Aussies have always done that. Remember Steve Waugh? Mm. You know, they've always done that and trusted their, you know, their tail enders to, you know, bat and giving them that confidence. Just one thing about Travis Head. Uh, can somebody please, please tell him, Movember's finished, mate, get it off your face <laughs> or grow a beard. Be a man. Jesus, he honestly. Did, to be fair, like a, a few weeks ago, he had this uh, load of scruffy hair and I thought, I'm pretty sure he's starting to recede and uh, he's cut his hair and yes, he is. And uh, <laughs> and he did have a beard and he's got into, he's gone into a moustache, but no comment because I had one in March. But yeah, so it's, on a positive note, I thought Robinson looked fantastic. I thought yep. would look great. <laughs> Outside of that, you know, Milan Root doing well and then you kind of, Butler's scoring 20s, which you probably want him to be scoring a bit more, but I mean, given given what we're getting at the moment, is still all right. And you kind of hope that we're just using this one. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a throwaway, which sounds r- rubbish, doesn't it? We shouldn't be looking at it like, are oh, we throwing away the first test? But it's it's as if it's our warm up game, isn't it? Because uh, yeah, who'd have, it is. Who'd, yeah. have, who'd have who'd have thought, you know, going into an Ashes series and not have any? I know there's the T20 World Cup and all that, but come on, it's not the same. No, you know, you've but- got you've we've got to start looking towards preparation, and it does it. It goes on to another wider kind of debate in English cricket, which is what are we doing with the county championship? Do we reduce the number of, what, not maybe not even county teams, but do we turn it into kind of a similar franchise system where we have a select number of teams, but maybe not even franchise, but you know, the, the, you know what I mean? The kind of... Turkeys don't vote for Christmas, mate. That's not going to happen. <laughs> well, I, th- I think, I, I know what you're saying, but again, as Will eloquently put in the first podcast, which was, do you know what? We have bowlers that can bowl 70 miles an hour, 75 miles an hour, nip it round and get a ruck of wickets in English conditions. You go to Australia, you need bowlers who can bowl a bit quicker and try and get something out of flat pitches. Mm. And, you know, it's... I think Ollie Robinson bowled brilliantly. have to say, he did really, really well. Wood is great. I think they were missing broad. And that was, you know, you, you needed something first up to make something happen broad makes things happen he has done all his test career mm. he's made, you know he's made something happen he can go on a roll and get a streak of wickets it was almost there wasn't it mm. it was almost there and you could just throughout the whole match it just felt like there was something that they were just lacking just that slight thing normally it's stokes but he's not fit yeah so no, they were just lacking that one that one thing which made it like a complete unit does bowl, does bowl a heavy ball, though, Stokes, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I played indoor cricket when I didn't play. I watched an, our, us play indoor cricket the other week. Uh, well, last week, actually. And we played against Grasshoppers. And we just beat them. So, Andy Harrison, if you listen to this, mate, just beat you. Um, and Andy Harrison's bowling the last over. And our number six was in. And then Andy hit him in the box. And he went down and he was screaming and yelping. And we were like, oh, that's a bit, no, you know. But actually, it's because he wasn't wearing a box. And we were all like, well, you idiot. Well, sorry, Dave Warner, we're a chess pad, mate. You're playing test cricket. Yeah. Stokes, Stokes isn't quick, but he bowls a heavy ball. And he's going to hit you. He's going to hurt. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, where the equipment is provided. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think the thing is, though, people talk about the bowling, but the bowling aren't aren't the reason that England got bowled out for 147. Mm. They aren't the reason that this has possibly been the worst year for... I saw it, the other, saw it somewhere that 
this is the worst year for average runs for English batsmen ever. You know, it's just it's just such but, a bad year. But it's kind of but everyone Rui, talks about at the end of the scale where he's had the best ever year yeah. for yeah. an English batsman. Complete opposite end of the scale. So yeah. he's 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 had the best ever year. And Eng- so imagine what it would be for English batsmen on average if this has been the worst year. If you take his runs out of it as well, it's just so so has he has he skewed the stats and papered over some cracks in, in oh definitely you yeah. know and and you know allowed some of some of these guys to get through and still be in the test side because you know he's got what fifteen hundred runs this 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 year or more. Uh, it's one of those as well. It's like how. How how big a jump up is it from county cricket to test cricket that these players who score runs for fun can't buy a run? But then also, is that because the standard, do we need to reduce the number? And it again goes to this idea, of, do you reduce the number of teams to make the level of cricket higher and then the competition for places higher? And then the players are fate, you know, you're not playing as many games in the season and then you kind of you can still continue the county championship it's just kind of I assume you can still carry on the county championship but you just have like another a level kind of above which is like you could have six teams or something and it's just the best cricketers and you're constantly getting that four day cricket and they could play normal times of the year as well and then you know especially when we got series at home you've got those teams still playing each other and then if the when the England players go away they can then call up the best players from the level below if that makes sense and I know it's gonna you know there's gonna probably be people hating on on the idea because <laughs> they will because well, why not there's but a lot of cricket there's a lot a lot of cricket but, that's being played but I mean if you if you then have break it down. then you have then you have the system that goes across cricket so you have it for you have a similar thing and you implement it across the board you know one day t20 and whatever you know well that's the thing is how many competitions you got now You've got the Royal London. You've got mm. the, the Vitality Blast. You've now got the Hundred. Mm. Okay. Uh, you, what what other one day come? Oh, yeah, you got other one day. It's there's so much. It's no wonder we're great at short form cricket because we're playing so much of it. And I don't blame the carries for that because do you know what? That's what brings the money and that's what brings the crowds in. No one goes to go and watch a four you know a four day county championship match. You know you, you get five men and his dog going to go and watch and that's the problem would you would you go and watch i'd i'd go and watch a four-day county match if i knew that half half of the team were half the england side and half another half the england side with promising england players and then probably some other good really good four-day players yeah but no one watches anywhere if you watch you the crowds in the sheffield shield there aren't any mm. yeah but it's not just England. Nobody no, watches no, that I, cricket. I, I understand that and that's and that's the, the you know where we are as a as a cricketing globe that if you want to watch the big bash, you want to watch, you know, all these sort of things going on. But in, in England, if we want to get better at four day cricket, five day cricket, do you know what? We don't need to be playing the hundred. I think is fantastic. Okay. But you can't play the, can't play the vitality blast as well. You need to get rid of that. Play one short form, one short form tournament a year, as we have done for years. We're trying to cram these, all these things in, which take up cricketers time changes their technique. And then, Expect us to do well at Test cricket. You know, it, something's got to give somewhere. Surely, I think. I think the problem you've got is obviously the hundreds been brought in to get people in from all walks of life and to kind of get more money into the game. Whereas then <laughs> yeah. the blast, the blast on the other hand is what's single-handedly keeping a lot of counties alive. You've got yeah. the one-day cup and the county championship that are ingrained in the history and that have to carry on because of what they are. But then obviously the Royal London's been pretty much because it's the 40 you know, you know it's 
because of the hundred and everything like that. It's, I think you've just got to have levels to it. You've just got to have levels to it. You've just got to be like, this is like. The- so, so do you have a a county county cricket, you know, Premier League? So you've got two divisions now. It broke into two divisions a few years back, quite a few years back. Um, do you have an elite division where you're going to get more? I think you've got to have an elite division where you don't have where it's just the same. You have six side, and the whole thing is the best players play the play, and they just and players get drafted in, kind of like the NFL <laughs> to an extent. And I think your players can move in and out, and te- and you know they have feeder teams, kind of a bit like you know. Yeah. That's uh, a big. Elite- that's a big step. <laughs> feeder it's, teams. It's, it's, it, well, it's a big step, but I mean, you have you you know you could have two London sides or one London side, and then you've got all your you know, the best of the best play, play in that, you know, for example, and then... Uh, so, then, so, then so, you, so you have Middlesex or Surrey? Are you seriously about that, talking about that? Get rid of one of those? Well, you could have you could, you could have two London sides. You could have one playing out of Lords, one playing out of the Oval. But then you, you, you get, you're creating competition for places, then the best of the best play. I'm still saying, I'm not saying you don't play you, Sussex and Middlesex, sorry, Middlesex, they all still continue playing in their own league. But yeah. what's, what's happening there is you're still getting... You so know, why not? Not, why not, not, all, not all the York, not all the Yorkshire players played in the hundred, but the best ones did, and you know, yeah, and that's that, okay. The hundred is sort of franchise that bat, you know, that, mm. like the big bash to a degree. But I think if you're going four day, what you should, yeah, I, I like the idea of having an elite division as far as that's concerned, mm. and maybe ha- having two small divisions below. I mean, how many counties are there? Go on, tell me. I can't remember. 18 there are 18 teams in the county championship right. but there is an elite division it's the 100 it's already been done and uh you know what's like you know what's like i know but that's they've done it but in a different format but you know what's fun, participant. we're talking about, ironic we're talking about we this won. format though aren't we oh yeah but what's ironic is that we won the 50 over world cup and uh the franchise that probably did worse out of the 100 was the 50 over comp mm. The, the the quality of players playing in that was awful. People were mm. signing club cricketers to play in their team to fill up the squads. Yeah, <laughs> to fill out yeah. that competition. Yeah. But I'm saying, if if we want to improve our Test cricket, then we have to improve our county cricket uh, at the high, you know, at that four day level, four day level or three day level, four day level. The longer format, we need to improve that. If we get, the only way you're going to do that is potentially have an elite division. So you may yeah, go- I think, but you could look at. I mean, Australia do it, and they had they had a lean patch of nobody scoring any runs for three, four years, and it's just who's coming. You know, I think yeah. you could look you could look at it that way. They already do this. They they only have six states, whatever, six or seven teams playing. Uh, the best of the best play every week. It's great standard. They always have really good players, but they struggled in all formats of the game for quite mm, a while. But, but they're yeah. only just coming back now. Yeah, but, uh, say, I, and then you, and then you, you look say- at. These Sorry. lads who are scoring, like I know we, we listed them in the last one. Uh, Pope averaged 80, um, Vince averaged 50. Uh, uh, what's his name? Dan Lawrence averaged 50 60 in English conditions with the Duke's ball. So, and they go over to you know, so I don't know. It, it... What I'd say is though, is that the length that Australia's lean period was in world test cricket was about the same amount of time that England were really good at test cricket in, you yeah. know, it was minimal. And, uh, and I think... But they focused all their energy yeah. on test cricket, all yeah. their energy. And yeah. that was the main focus. The England have 
singular drives for different periods mm. of time. So that yep. was to become mm. the number one test team in the, in the in the world. Then Owen Morgan took it separately and wanted to become the best one day team in the world. And Test cricket went mm. to the side. Um, and that's just the way it is. They mm. probably only have the capability at the moment to deal with one thing at a time. Here's the thing: how many how many English players play in the Sheffield Shield? None. None. Interesting. They don't, they don't allow it. But we but we but we embrace overseas Australians to come and play in our county cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe but we should that's, allow that. I well, don't know. Embrace every nationality to come and play in our county. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But. You know, maybe if if, if they got if, criticised of that, didn't they? Because it was the the whole Lebershane thing last time. Yeah, he came over and played and got in form in English conditions and then got picked. Yeah, when it comes down to players not being able to be selected and stuff, that's because the standard I think is so high. But then also you're trying to you're bringing in overseas to to supplement to teach to like bring on the youth and the younger players as well, aren't you? In it in a side, I think as well. You talk about England. We've got like the biggest funding in the world, but well, probably outside of India for cricket. But yet there are other teams who still do well at more than one format. It's is that something that we've got to look at as a yeah. Look at look, look at look at New Zealand. There's a fantastic, um, you know, got won the Test Championship. Yeah, got Finals to the got to the final of, of the twenty of twenty and 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 the you know they're punching way above. That, aren't they? Yeah, and that might just be down to a good crop of players. Of course, gold, yeah, golden generation, etc. Golden generation. Yeah. No, most most teams have them, but that's probably this is all just something which is not going to be solved overnight, and it's not no. going to fix no. our current tour, is it? No. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so yeah, okay. So I guess what do we do for test two? Well, this yeah, this is the thing. So there was a little bright spark, and then you dared to believe, and uh, you did. You did a lot. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to psych everyone up. Trying to psych everyone up. But I mean, you know, as as one person said, it's the hope that kills you. And um, yeah, we collapsed. Which I mean, it's the hope that kills you. Isn't, isn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope that doesn't get clipped. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a wonderful, wonderful, Chris, oh, wonderful the, Christmas message. That is. <laughs> I won't be going to the Vatican anytime soon. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so England, England collapse again in very English fashion, you know, flattered to deceive. And Australia knock it off one down, uh, 20 for one. And yeah, like we've said, this very much leaves us in the position of where do we go for test number two? Now, my main thing is, do you bring in Anderson on board? It's day, night test. Do we bring in Anderson or do we bring in one? Do, but then who who do you replace? Leach and Wokes. I think would nope. bold well. And he and Robinson is probably, although he's only new, he's probably a little bit better than Wokes. Mm. I I disagree. I think I'd leave Wood out and keep mm. Wokes. The reason behind that is that okay, I know Wood can bat a bit, but Wokes bats at number eight. But also day night test, Wokes is actually going to move it around as well. Yeah, you know, and I think, I think um, we've got to be careful with Wood. We've mm. got to almost, you know, you can't play him back to back tests too often. He's got a history of breaking down because of his action, mm. because of the way you know, I, and, and you know, he's a fantastic bowler. He bowled really well, but I think you need to rest him this one, play him the next one. Yeah, you bring, and, and then you know, naturally, one of Jimmy or Stuart Broad will miss out on the next one. Jimmy, just because of his age, bless him, you know, he's he's coming to the end. But of his isn't career. it back to back that pink ball tests? 
Well, it's three altogether, isn't it? Now, because because the the, the the fifth test in Hobart's going to be a day night as well. Uh, yeah. Is um, it that they're doing it at Hobart? Yeah. Yeah, it's been announced it's in Tasmania, which will be interesting. Which is great because it's just sharing it around, while, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's fabulous because it's a nice little ground, Hobart. Um, but yeah, I, I think Wokes is. I wish he'd get a bit angrier, to be honest with you. I think he's just, he's a really nice, nice bloke. And, he, you know, I think he, you know, hurt someone. That'd be nice. You know, hurt one of the Aussies. Just, you know, get into mm-hmm. him. Don't make friends with him. Or just you're going to fall out with him. Yeah, if you're going to fall out with him, fall out with him. Who cares? You know, you'll have a five tests. Fall out with him. Doesn't matter. But yeah. I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I think we've got to, we have to be careful with wood. We have to also be careful with Stokes in terms of his bowling burden as well. A little I wouldn't bit. be surprised if he didn't play. What, just didn't play the next I, test? I, I think he's batting too high. Yeah. I think, I I think, think five's too high. I said it before. I said hmm? I said, I said him at six and Pope five, but I don't think Pope's number five. I wouldn't be surprised if Pope missed out and they batted Bairstow at five and Stokes at six. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised, but there isn't a lot to come in. Yeah, in the middle order. Who would you bring in? Who would you bring in? Pope averages thirty. Stokes averages thirty. Butler averages thirty. Bester averages thirty. The Lions playing again before the next test. I don't know. No one got into that either. (laughs) I mean, I'm 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 a big Johnny Bairstow fan, and even I can really offer a case as to why he should be selected in the test side. I think. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of his as well. And I think, you know, I said before, I think what he also brings in terms of team spirit and grit and everything else. But, you know, you've got to score runs, haven't you? You've got to score yeah. runs and score runs consistently. I think the interesting one is Burns. And only from a situation of, I think he's, he's in for the Adelaide test. But if he fails again... I th- what, uh, the thing what's... is, though, with Burns is, I think everyone everyone always says this. He always he always has a couple, and then he'll and then he'll go and score runs. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes and scores a ton in the next test with Burns. He always seems to do it. Well, yeah, he's, but he's if... under pressure. He's got because I think the, I think he's got one more test. If he doesn't perform in Adelaide, I think they've got to look outside of that. They've got to look and see who else. They, uh, the trouble is, who else they bring in? Crawley. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's any like you Lawrence. bring in Crawley, but Crawley, you know, no one, no one else has done it. He comp- and it sounds strange saying this, but no one's done it as well as Burns has done it, and that's why he's in the position that he's in. Is he, you know, he's no Cook, Strauss, or anything like that. You know, we've been blessed to have had some good openers over the years. It's, it's kind of it's like also- England. We had we were a football team. We were blessed to have amazing centre halves, and now we've got Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has has Burns played in Australia before? Has he played an Ashes series down under? No, I don't no. think so. No, and that's and that's the thing. Horses for courses sometimes, isn't it? I mean, look that pull shot he played off start when start was bowling at 146 clicks, and and he pulled it to the back in the second innings. He looked really in control. I mean, he pulled it in front of him. You know, 145. You know, 90 mile an hour. Yeah, that's fine. Thanks very much. Bang, four three point. Thanks very much. And he looked great, but he just doesn't do that consistently and it's a, it's, yeah. I, I just I just think that just my worry is there's just too many moving parts too many moving parts and it is it is set up and everything else that, that, that well, they, haven't, they haven't brought Sibley with them so I think they're sticking on these two I don't think they I don't think they've got anyone who can come in who's going to change it Christ, I, you, I, yeah, you, I you think, wouldn't bring Sibley in would you <laughs> I think 
I think the number five is wrong. I think either Pope needs to do it or they need some, but there isn't anyone. But I think that's the weak. I think that's the weakest point. I think Stokes is batting too high. He must come back in the side and bat there. Even if he's in form, I think it's too high. So do you look, I think do you look, he's a number six. So you, we we saying that, is he is he a batting all rounder or a bowling all rounder? He's going to be a batting one, isn't he? He's a batting all rounder. Yeah. yeah, but he's not. But he's not higher than five or six in a test team. Mm. Yeah, but you look at all our batting all rounders that we've ever had. Batting all rounders generally bat at six, yeah. six or seven. Yeah, there's only one exception of Jack Callis. Mm. Yeah, but all bowlers who need to bowl. Generally, don't you don't really somebody who's just bowled fifteen overs don't particularly want to bat five. No, especially with our top order. <laughs> no, he's going to come in. He's going to have to bat, and then he's come out, and he's got to go and bowl bouncers for two hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we haven't picked two of the best team bowlers of all time. You know, it, all of that sort. Yeah, you know, okay. just, do, you, do, do you then? Do you then in this case drop one of the bowlers and put an extra batsman in, and then really rely on Root to be the fifth bowler and just bowl spin well they get it let's put it this way i think anderson and broader play the next test both of them so they've got to drop two yes they've got to drop two and they'll drop and they'll drop two bowlers because they can't drop any batters yeah unless you drop pope that's the only drop that's the only droppable player because you can't replace anybody else but you could you can um you could move butler up and put your bowlers in so that's your that they're your only options you've got to drop leech won't play I think I think I think Anderson definitely comes in. I genuinely worry about whether they actually rate broad enough to bring him for for not for me. I I'm not bothered, but I think for Stuart Board's future, I I seriously think I'm seriously starting to doubt whether what starting to worry for him. I think they just they're just not rating him. I just I think I think his time is slowly coming to an end. I think yeah. I think you think they're doing a hoggard on him. I I I think if if I think if, if 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 he was going to play this series, he would have played in that first game. I don't think there's a reason why you wouldn't. And you know, no, I, it goes I, back to the West Indies series as well. I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Broad plays yeah, twice. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays a lot less. I think they see think, Robinson as his comparison, and I think that they see him Robinson as a better. I think the problem with Robinson is he tires himself out. He gets knackered by the by the he, second innings. He can he? bat think, a bit as well, and that's I think that's where the issue is abroad. Yeah, he, I think since he since he got hit in the face through his, through his grill, his batting because his batting before that hmm. it was great. You know, it wasn't great. It was it was good. It was okay. You know, I mean, what was his top score hundred and sixty hmm. at Lords against Pakistan? Hmm. Well, you know, he could bat. He was. He was a viable option to bat at number nine and be decent. And then since he's then, not a, he's, he's not an all rounder though, and neither is no, Wokes. No, no absolutely. Think you can look at, so you've got to pick your batters to bat and your bowlers to bowl. So, it, like, regardless whether you think this guy is going to come, do you really think that they're going to bowl the exact same spell and take the exact amount of wickets? And it's genuinely their runs which is going to pick between these two bowlers. Like, if they start, if they're thinking that way, then. Like you say, then it's it's an odd way. You've got to pick your bowlers to take your wickets. You've got to pick your batters to get the runs. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. said that as well. Yeah. They've said it. They're not looking at who you know who can bat and who can't. You know, because our tail at the moment isn't going to get that many runs. If you've got Broad and Anderson coming in, you know, mm-hmm. you lo- you've you've got to lose runs in that. Yeah. You're going to lose somebody but, who can bat. But, you've got but to. They get your wickets, which makes exactly. a difference. So what, you what, know, what, what, you, would you rather lose the twenty runs that somebody can get? Or would you rather take the extra five or six wickets? I want both, Will. <laughs> yeah. 
But it's the same. It's the same <laughs> with wicket keepers. The it's the same with wicket keepers. It it's sometimes. the same with wicket keepers, though, isn't it? You know what you what you lose for a very good wicket keeper with runs with the bat. He will probably save that and and more with the gloves and the glove work and the lack of mistakes and. I don't. I, I, I don't, I, I don't yeah, think Butler made too many mistakes, did he, in that first test? No, oh no, no. I just, I just mean, I just mean in general, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But I, th- I mean, I think Butler's glove work has come on really well. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you, could, you could put, you could. Um... I mean, what, like a proper bowler is going to get wickets and save runs by doing that. You know, if whereas, an, yeah. you know, an average, an average bowler may go for a hundred runs and pick up two, three wickets. Where a very good bowler may go for fifty runs. And pick up five wickets, in which case you've saved yourself 50, 50 runs and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yourself an extra wicket, yeah. you know. No, listen, I agree, I agree. And I think you know Leach will be in therapy. He won't, he won't play for a couple of tests after that first <laughs> test because he just got smacked around. And I think to be honest with you, I think does it leave us Leach, massively Leach, unbalanced though? We're not or not going in going into well, a test well, without I tell, you, I tell you, I tell you we haven't talked about Don Bess. Four nah. for eighty, but the problem is he's he got he he just get I think he get taps. Yeah, but he would get you he would get you a wicket with a rank shocking delivery as well. So entertainment fact is brilliant. Um, well, Root, Root might as well bowl then. Well, exactly. Yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> he doesn't bowl shocking deliveries. No, he doesn't. He, you know, he's, he's he's too disciplined to not to not do that. But I I don't know. But best can bat a bit, and also he you know he he he, he does get wickets. Um, but that's if you go with a spin option. I don't know. I think for me, Broad and Allison in, Leach and I think Wood out. I think I think if you're going to drop one of the seamers, I think it makes sense to drop Wood because you've got to rest him. I think even though he's bowled really well, I thought he was arguably the pick of the bowlers. And if there was a big gap, if there was yeah, if there was a bit, yeah, you're relying on Stokes to do his job then. He was rushing the bat. He was rushing the batsman. I can. The only thing I'd say is that you're giving. You're more likely to probably get more tests out of him. I think if there's a bigger gap between the tests, I play Wood every day. Yeah. But I just I just worry that if he plays and he breaks breaks down. But then again, you know, I don't think Stokes know, is going to be fit to bowl either. I think I think if you play if you play That's Wood, a big consideration, isn't it? I think if you play Wood, then maybe they just drop Leach and Anderson comes in and they leave Broad out again. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. I, I that's what I, that's the way I would go. I'd probably go Leach out, Anderson in, and that would be my one change. With it being day and night pink ball, I wouldn't be overly surprised if they dropped a batter as well and played all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, surprised. He, well, what difference you know, does it say, make if the batters aren't going to get the runs? And you got to take 20, 20 wickets to win a test match, haven't you? What's the difference between a batter getting 50 and a bowler getting the opposition batsman out that would have got 50? Who would you drop then? Which batsman would you drop? Pope. Pope. I wouldn't drop Pope. I don't think. I think I would. I would drop Leach and I drop Wood, and I would mm. bring in and Anderson and Broad. You get more runs out of Pope and folks. So you <laughs> didn't. So you didn't play Butler as a keeper and you batted him six. Yeah. And you batted. Um. You batted folks at seven. You get more runs. We saw you still batting Stokes at five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> There's nobody else to bat at five. <laughs> put, put, put Butler in at five. <laughs> nah, his technique's not good enough. <laughs> or, do you, or do you pick someone like Crawley or Dan Lawrence and you put them a bit higher up? But the problem is, though, I think Pope's perfectly fine. I don't think he's done anything yeah, to warrant being dropped. I think, I think he's the future. I think he's a, I like he's a fantastic I like I player. Think, I, I, think, I think it'd be really harsh to drop him. I think 
yeah. if we're talking about bringing extra batsmen in, you're probably looking Crawley or Lawrence to come in, and then they or Bester. But do do you do you do it in in that in that case? Do do they pad out the batting and increase the batting lineup so that just keep going and going and the, going? You know what? It's you know what their problem is is they've got 15, 16 players who are all yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the, that's the problem. Who do we pick? There's nobody. They're all about the same, so yeah. I don't think it makes a huge difference. It's like same problem on a Saturday, mate. I've yeah. got I've got eight number fives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one wants about the top three, do they? Will I'll do it any day? <laughs> Although I did drop myself this year. <laughs> so the big thing going into this second test, as we've already mentioned, just to kind of talk about the opposition. No Hazelwood for this test. Massive, yep. I think, uh, at this point, because he has very much been the standout bowler so far. And he has been for a while, I think, even though Cummins got the his first ever Pfeiffer against England. He uh, Hazelwood was very much the picking. One of our friends of the podcast, Tom Stewart, uh, he does Murley Pod and also does um, Tail Enders, if you've ever heard of those two things. Um, he said that, is this going to be the Glenn McGrath moment uh, of the series, similar to in 2005 when McGrath got injured, which t- turns the series around? No, because we had a better side then. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I think what, what what would help it is if they all have a night out in Adelaide, mm-hmm. uh, Root winds Warner up, and uh, Bairstow comes in, gives him a, a couple of digs in the ribs, and then gets sent home. Mm. Sounds good. We'll get him down the Ramsgate, and then she's the crazy <laughs> horse, and then they'll be off. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think I don't think it's going to be the McGrath moment either. Actually, I think mm. uh, I think the, Australia's um, strength in depth replacement is better than what they had last time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't dizzy, was it? No. <laughs> it was Kasprovich, yeah. wasn't it, who came in? Kasprovich, yeah. Yeah. He actually but, bowled all right. He just Yeah, but Gillespie was all one down the side. <laughs> yeah. But Gillespie was awful as well, which means he had mm. to play he had to bowl a lot more than he would have done. Um yeah. So looking at Australia, would you make any changes to the side outside of that? Would do you think they'll take Harris out? Obviously, we've got no no Jack Doyle here to speak, so feel free no, I, to I think they'll make one force change. I'd uh, swap Harris for Ward, but that's it, really. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're, we're going to start it here, aren't we? It's going to be. <laughs> I think I think they'll make the as you said the one force change. They'll keep Harris in. He he, he did after all hit the winning runs. Didn't look mm. good doing it, but he did it. And um, yeah, keep him in. Keep him in. Give us, give us keep a chance. Him in. Yes. Keep him in. So England lost the first test by nine wickets. What's going to happen in the second test, guys? If they pick Broad and Anderson. And they probably won't make any other changes than that. I think with them, Australia losing their best bowler, I think it'll be a bit more even. And I think it'll be swing a little bit more in our favour. I think it'll be a close test. I think it could be a, a three, you know, a, a three and a half day or two and a half day test. <laughs> you know, you, you know, if it, if it hoops around, and you know, if the clusters fall in those periods of the day. I think, you might find it, I think you might have a short test match, yeah. 190 plays 210. <laughs> yeah, but again, it depends who wins the toss. and Because that's a massive advantage day night, because mm. whether you're batting or and, and how they bat, obviously, but, you know, it can be circumstance whether you bat in that period, that dusk period, where it is hooping and the light's just changing. Yeah. If you, if you don't bat in that period, you've got a very good chance of winning the test. We're supposed to be better at bowling and batting in those conditions whereas they're better at batting and bowling in seeming bouncing conditions yeah so that's so so you win the toss then will what are you going to do 
field and field. I wouldn't bowl. I wouldn't bat. I just field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'll I'll do both sides. I'll field for all of you. It's fine. Twelfers. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why to. We haven't probably... seen the track yet, have we? No, we haven't. No. Um, where is it again? Adelaide. A bat. Best batting track in the world, isn't it? At first, when it's li- guaranteed to be light for your opening batsman, yeah, we'll be all out, we'll, and we'll be all out just in time to the bat when it's dusk. <laughs> yeah, it'd be about right, wouldn't it? Be about right. You heard it here first. The only I problem with the day-night test is obviously you have to stay up a, a great deal longer. To, no, I go to, to bed and wake first, up. See I get up at five. Ball. I get up at five, so yeah. it's only an hour, really. Four <laughs> yeah. o'clock, isn't it? Four o'clock. Yeah, something like that. Three fifty-five or something stupid like that. Yeah. So there you go. Set your alarms. Yeah. Sleep. Sleep at eight thirty, and then. Uh, yeah. yeah. Happy days. Happy days. days. Yeah. Slats, what are you going for? What's your prediction? Uh, I think, again, it'll be a tight test. I think um, England will win by probably, I think, say three wickets. Oof. I hope you're right. Three wickets on day four, and um, we'll, we'll have no nails left. Uh, Broad and Anderson will be fantastic. Uh, them losing Hazelwood is a big, big loss, I think. Um, and it, yeah, it, it swings it a little bit in our favour. Not as much as we hope Jimmy and uh, Stuart Broad do. Um, but yeah, I think so. Stuart Broad and Jimmy in, Leach and Wood out. And... If they bring Richardson in, yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the last times he played a test, it was a pink ball and he got five and bold rockets. So right. like with Hazelwood gone, it might work in their favour. Possibly, but then you'll be bowling at Burns, will be clipping him down a leg for four all day long, so it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'm going like to go it. Burns' top scorer, and again... <laughs> you mad? And Anderson, <laughs> Anderson getting wickets, as always, and Robinson also doing well. So, and then I think that leaves us all to say thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you. We'll enjoyed s- it. And we'll, s- and we'll see you on the next episode of the Cow Corner Podcast, The Ashes. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 